Hello and welcome to the podcast. You're listening to Be Uncluttered. I'm Rebecca Mazzino and with me is Tara Tuttle and together we are going to help you on your journey to a life free of clutter. Hi and welcome to this week's episode. We are going to be talking about photo books and creating photo books. And the reason we are talking about this this week is because this is an issue in my life right now. <laughs> and I started writing down some questions to ask Beck because she is a photo book queen. And then I thought, if I've got these questions, you've probably got some too. And I thought we could pick Beck's brain about creating photo books um, as a way of managing your digital photos. So, Beck, I'm finding mm-hmm. it the entire process completely excruciating. <laughs> so I need your help. Well, it, it actually it is rather excruciating, this process, but uh, hopefully I can help you a little bit. I definitely would not call myself the photo book queen, though. That's a massive exaggeration. Dude, <laughs> you need to own that title. Own it. I made, I've made lots of photo books. That's probably the best... A way to describe my status um, as a frequent user <laughs> rather than a queen, but I should should be able to help you anyway with your questions. We'll, I'll have a go. I just finished three recently, so I'm feeling like uh, it's all top of mind for me. So I should be able to help you out. We'll see. Okay, so my first question for you is: How long have you been creating photo books with your digital photos? Like, how many years have you been doing it for? Oh, about 10, I reckon, from memory. Wow. And so can you can you tell us what your, I was going to say what your genre is, but I, don't get me wrong, I know it's family photos. But like, okay, let me give you some background. So it was my daughter's 11th birthday um, last month, actually, and so a few months ago, I thought, I don't, other than a few photos that we have about in our house on the walls, I all of our photos are on hard drive, on our computers and laptops and phones. I don't have, I don't have a digital photo frame anymore. Um, I don't have them scrolling anywhere. So they are kind of locked away. And I thought what would be really nice is to get my daughter a series of photo books that she could have and the my idea was going to be um, the best of Maddie from zero to four years old, then the best of Maddie from five to nine and then the best of Maddie from 10 to 14 or whatever. And every mm. couple of years give her a, a new photo book with like her highlights reel of some of the cool stuff she's done and friends and great photos. And so I was going to do one for her and then I thought, well, i need to do one for my other daughter and then I started delving into digital photos and then I've been lost (laughs) in digital no man's land for about two months (laughs) which is why I need your help. You're in analysis paralysis I would say. So what's your so I'm thinking of doing a best of album for each of my daughters for particular chunks of time. Mm -hmm. What how do you organize yours? What categories are they in? Um, my hours are by year, mostly. Yeah. So we kind of have a year in the life of, you know, so the Mazzino family 2014 sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And it just progresses that the album generally progresses 
through the year, starting at the start of the year and ending at the end of the year uh, as you go through it. Mostly there are some random things that go out of order, but the main events are all in the same order. So um, we have like as far as birthdays go, you know, Zoe's birthday is always the first one in the album and then, you know, moving on through until mine at the end. So um, that's quite consistent. And then other things that we've done, like if we had a holiday in July, that would be in the middle of the book, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff is really relatively consistent. But then I'll have, you know, some random photos that I don't know when they were taken or I don't remember when they were taken. So it might be a photo of the dog laying on her back looking funny. I don't know when that was taken. So that'll just be thrown randomly throughout yeah. the um, throughout the album. Um, but that's generally how I work. That said, I have also had one, made ones up purely for holidays because mm-hmm. there was one year, I think, where we had like three big holidays in that year. And so I did one photo book for the year in review generally. And then I did um, another photo book for the holidays part of that year. So mm-hmm. there was a sort of a supplementary album and also then sometimes I can't limit myself to one album so I'll have two for a year so like 2014 volume one and 2014 volume two um Mm -hmm. so the the first one goes until about the middle of the year and then and the second one starts at the middle of the year and goes till the end usually but it's not completely consistent um I'm I'm a little bit random (laughs) with that so how far after the end of the year so what are we 2021 have you done 2020's book yet no, I'm really, really far behind. So I had a three-year hiatus at least where I have, didn't make any photo books, just didn't have time, just too mm-hmm. busy, didn't do any. So I ended up really behind. So what I what I did when I first started in about 2011, I think, or 2012, was I decided to do one year for the most recent year and then one for the oldest year possible or the year back. I can't remember what it was. I think in 2011, I think I did 2010s and 2009. And then in 2012, I did 2011 and 2008. Mm -hmm. Then 2013, I did 2012 and 2007. So I was kind of following one year being behind and then doing the backlog at the same time. So I was kind of doing two at a time, one for the backlog and one for keeping up. Mm -hmm. And then I got really behind. And I think... I think at the moment I'm so far behind that the most recent year I have is 2014. I think yeah, right. that's how far behind I am. So I did three recently, which was half of 20, 2004 and both of 2014. So um, I am behind at the moment. And I don't need to, I'll only need to do two, I need to do probably two of 2003 because that was the year Zoe was born. So there'll be a trillion baby photos. And I'll need to do another one half of 2004. Of 2004. And then my backlog will be done and then I'll just be able to just, you know, all my backlog of before before I started basically. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be able to do 2015 to 2021 um, once, I, once I catch up. But, yeah, I've got a bit of work to do. Uh, but I had a really great surprise recently because I thought I'd bought a voucher to make myself do them. I thought, right, I'm so far behind. I'm just going to buy a voucher that gives me a deadline and if I don't mm-hmm. use the voucher, if I don't build the books by then, I lose all the money. So I bought three vouchers worth hundred bucks for the three. And so if I lose, if I didn't do them by the end of June, I was going to lose all that money, mm-hmm. which is a good incentive. So it got to like mid June, 
or the first week of June and I started panicking and <laughs> thinking, oh, my God, I've got three books to write and I've, so I'm so busy. So then I was thinking, okay, I'll just get like the kids to do it. I'll get Ethan to do it because he's interested in photos and video and all that. I'll just get him to do it. Anyway, when I sat down to force myself to do it and it was after actually talking to a new photo organiser that's just started working in Adelaide. She gave me a call and we were having a chat and she's just um, started her business here in Adelaide and I got inspired by her and it was a Saturday afternoon and I hung up and I straight away jumped on the computer to do them. And I discovered I'd already built two of them already. So I don't know when I did them, so mm. in 2016 or 2017. So I'd already done two, at, at, at 2000, started 2004 and I had finished two 2014s. So I just had to go and like edit them and adjust them and all of that and they were done. So I really only had to build one before the 30th of June. I was so relieved. So that's what I'm going to be doing now is just oh. chipping away at building them, then buy the vouchers when they're almost finished and then throw and, and get them get them produced. But I've probably jumped ahead. Sorry, haven't I? <laughs> no, 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 that's In the perfect. Process. I was going to say, so when you are putting them together, um, I, I know I'll get you to tell me later a couple of, you know, maybe websites um, mm. or places in Australia that that you can build them. But do you pick a template for your books? Um, for people that aren't familiar, when you go on to photo book building sites, you can pick a template which mm. has like pretty backgrounds and borders and stuff like that and you can slot things in. Do you pick templates or do you design that stuff yourself? I do a blank one and I design it myself because the books with the templates don't can't fit enough photos in for my liking. They're like that's they're really pretty, that's but I like to <laughs> I like to cram in lots of photos, <laughs> and so I have I still do backgrounds. Um, mm-hmm. I don't leave it completely blank, but I don't do lots of ornamental stickers and bits and pieces, and I do backgrounds kind of based on the aesthetic of the photos that are in front of them. So I'll choose a color or something like that for the background, and I do um, borders and I do shadows just to make it look a little bit three D. But I, that's about the only embellishment I do. But if you use one of the templates, it's really simple and it's really simple and quick. Um, but they'll have like a whole page and two little photos on it. And I'm like, I can fit seven photos on that page. (laughs) I'm not wasting all of that empty space on no photos because I have thousands and thousands of photos. And as it is, I can fill um, two 60-page books for a year easily, easily. And so if if it was only two photos a page, sometimes, you know, it's just a waste. So occasionally Mm -hmm. I will have the odd page where it's one whole big photo, but that's for impact. That's when it's a really good photo and it's it's to break up the other pages where I've managed to fit in 12 photos or something like that. Um, but overall, I just fit more photos in if I do it my way. Okay. So you were saying generally you'll get the 60-page books. Is that right? Is that yeah, kind of I get you... the 60-page. Yeah, the 60-page A4 landscape ones are the ones I buy. And then so oh, this is putting you on the spot, but would you have any idea roughly how many photos you fit in those when you do oh, them yourself? Yeah, no idea. Um, That's okay. No. Nah. I'm trying to yeah. think. I could probably open the software. While we're talking, I'll open the software and I'll see if it gives me a count. I don't think it gives me a count and I don't have time to count manually, but um, <laughs> but hundreds, <laughs> like hundreds. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. That's, you know, even just hearing that is is awesome because – I was looking at the templates thinking, that's great, but I'm going to need 30 books. Mm. And given that the whole reason I like digital photos is they do not clutter up my house, 
I don't want to start turning yeah. my photo books into new clutter. And this is its funny. A few people I've talked to have said, why would you print a photo book when you're anti-clutter? Because aren't you just creating something that you don't need to? But for me, one of the things um, that comes up is that our kids will will tell stories about a time and I'll be like, don't you remember? Don't you remember that, you know, when you're at Disneyland mm. Paris and you fell off the teacup ride and they'll be like, no. Nah. And I'm like, we've got that photo of you with the bump on your head. Nah. And it's like I want to show them the photo and I think, well, just give me three hours while I scroll through the <laughs> photo yeah. from 2015 to see if I can find that photo. And, yeah. and I think it's funny, a lot of my childhood memories – especially early years, I actually don't think they're memories. I think they're just the photos that I saw and people telling me the story that went with the photo. And I feel like there's some conversations that don't happen in our house because we don't have the prompt. Yeah, I, would I totally it. agree with that. Yep, I totally agree. My kids have have loved these photo books. They love them mm-hmm. and they will sit down and they will, they'll just, they'll look through them, you know, and they've, they haven't done it as much in recent years, although they certainly, as soon as the latest three arrived, they all sat down. Ethan wasn't interested in the 2004 one because it's only the first half of the year and he wasn't born yet. <laughs> <laughs> so he sat down and devoured the, the two 2014 ones and then Zoe loved the, the 2004 first half of 2004 because it was just all her, um, as a baby and she was very cute and, sorry, as a toddler, um, but they will. They'll sit down and look at them and there's been times where I've walked into into the room and they've been sitting on the floor with them spread out around them, like all just looking at the photo albums. They, that was the, they were, was the first things that they did when they saw these albums was they, they sat down and, and looked through them. So um, we all did. We all sort of sat down and looked through them together when they arrived and it's a really good experience. And I saw um, something posted on Instagram recently and I don't know the source of it, um, but it was according to some research, and I'm sure if we Googled it, we could figure it out, but um, that children who had photo books or photo albums of um, their childhood had a greater sense of identity than those who didn't, mm. which I thought was really interesting. Um, so I, I'm absolutely, like what you're saying I, rings really true to me and I think that it, there would be a great benefit to having those albums to to look through, um, because digi- our digital photos are invisible to us. Mm. Yeah, you know, they're just sitting there doing nothing. And and I think it's actually not clutter to build a photo book. It's the opposite of clutter because what's on your computer is clutter because it's sitting there not being used. Mm. Whereas a photo book is being is going to be used. You know, it's going to be flicked through and. Um, you know, you can show people that. And, and again, the kids also sometimes get them out to show their friends things. Um, so they'll pull them out and say, oh, look at me when I was six, you know, and mm-hmm. it's fun. And they, again, it's that they get this sense of identity and, and they do remember things better, uh, because they see, they see these photos more frequently. Yeah. And I think what you said before was quite key for me is the fact that you knew the size, like, a4 um 60 page so there's almost a consistency there so it's not mm. you know like i think of photo like physical photo clutter as the big bulky albums that i used to have when i was a kid that my parents had and there were rectangular photo albums and there were square ones and then there were the little pockety size ones that just had one event in and there mm. was everything was all over the place 
and it took up heaps of room. I remember the bookshelf they were in and there was no neat way to stack them because um, they were misshaped in sizes and all sorts and some had spiral bound and some, well, anyway. Yep. And so I think if you find a size that works for you, regardless of, of company, if you can stay relatively consistent, then you're going to find something that stacks neatly or that sits um, together so that they don't, they don't cause a jumble and they're not mm. big, bulky. Yeah. They don't take up a lot of space. You can keep, you know, a lot of photos in one book and still have it. It's, you know, when I talk about my 60-page books, I'm trying to think of the the width of the spine and I think it would be about between a half a centimetre and a centimetre at the most. Mm. So, like, maybe no, definitely no more than half an inch for the Americans. Uh, But they're they're not very thick. They're, they're not very thick books and you can make them thicker, um, but they're not very thick books. And I have some inconsistencies with mine, which do annoy me mildly, but not enough to do a great deal about it or not enough to have them reprinted anyway. Um, but that is that when I build them, I don't, some of them I, I didn't figure out that I could write on the spine for a while. So there's some that have no writing on the spines. Mm-hmm. So that's a little bit annoying. And um, but once I figured out writing on the spines, that was cool because now I can you can sort of read the spines. But then I have the <laughs> I have the title at different heights, <laughs> so it's not like all the way along. And even with like when I got the 2014 ones back, I was like, oh, I should have like picked a spot to put the title because my both my 2014 ones the the spine copy. Um, is at different heights, so they're right next to each other and they look like all odd. But so that would annoy some people, even maybe to the point of getting it reprinted. But I can I can tolerate that. But I do know that the next ones that I do, I'm going to be a bit more consistent. And I've also done things like called them like 2011 Part One, 2011 Part Two, and then 2012 Volume One and 2012 Volume Two. So I've been really inconsistent, but I can live with that. But um, if you're starting from scratch. I would advise maybe make some rules about that if you are going to be bothered by that. Make some rules now. Yeah. What are you going to call them? What are your what's your naming convention? What are you going to call them all for consistency? And where are you going to put the title on the spine? How far down? Um, and and aim for consistency there. So you will get it looking a little bit neater if that's something that will bother you. Okay. So next question: When you arrange the photos um, on your pages, do you put any writing in there? Do you put yes. dates? Do you put locations if you're, you know, if it was a holiday and you're here and then yeah. you're there? Like I'm kind of like I can tell you pretty much I have a crazy memory for stuff like that, but my husband or my kids would look at it and go, we're standing in front of a castle. I have no idea which castle in which part mm. of the UK that was. <laughs> but I could tell you, but they yeah. can't. And so I'm like, oh, should I put dates in? Should I put labels so what what do you do with that how how detailed do you get if you're doing it by the year it probably the date probably isn't as relevant so that's why mm. I like doing that by the year because I don't have to remember the date I just have to it's just we've all we generally know what year it is so it doesn't really matter if it was on the 7th of October 2017 or the 5th of March 2017 we know it's in 2017 that's probably good enough for the purposes so in 20 30 years time when 
maybe your grandchildren are looking at it, they're like, okay, well, this is what they looked like in that year. It doesn't really matter what date yeah. it was. It, the year is usually close enough. Um, if it's something specific, you know, and you really want the date to be relevant, then, yeah, write it in. But generally the date is less important if you have it by year. If you, however, have one that you've called our our Japanese trip on the title of it, um, you don't have a date anywhere on that, then you might want to throw a date somewhere. Um, in there um, mm. to signify which one or if you had four Japanese trips you might want to put the dates on the fronts of those albums so you know which trip it was or something but if the album has a date you don't need dates on the photos specifically unless you really mm. want to because I will with the way I'm working ours out for the kids the idea of their best of albums is mm. that they will take them so at the yep. same time, and we'll get to this, I have a question about the way you sort your photos next. But um, So if I'm I'm not going to do one album for each child for each year, so it will be a best of these years. So then, yep. yeah, I might put You will need dates. dates. I might put yeah, years I would. Or years that or... Or months and year. Yeah. 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 Or you might order, like you could order the photo book by date, by, by dates. So, you know, if you've got mm-hmm. your your Maddie album and it's um, birth to five, you might section it up into Mm -hmm. each year. So you might have, you know, whenever she was born, 2007, was she born? Yeah. 2010. Oh, God, I'm hopeless. (laughs) 2010. Um, So so you'll have like 2010 and so you'll just label 2010 and there'll be like you might have a a heading at the top that says 2010 um, and then you'll have her birth photo or whatever when she was born Uh, and then you might have five, six, seven, eight pages, and then you might have another one that then says um, 2011 and then you'll have another four or five pages. Then you'll have a 2012. So you could do that or you could just put them all in randomly but with the dates underneath them. So if you wanted a a a page of her in hats, for example, then you would put the Mm -hmm. individual dates under each of those photos because they wouldn't be um, – because the the commonality is that she's wearing hats, um, not the date itself. So, um, yeah, definitely for that you would definitely do that. That's I haven't done an album like that for my kids. Um, My mum's done one for the two of them but they can't they wouldn't get to choose so i i think i like that idea for you uh, as well as doing a, a best of for the the year i might do that as a, a leaving home present <laughs> for each of them well see and so this was this is what started the thing it started as a i'll just go through and find the photos of maddie for, for her first album because her birthday comes earlier in the year than sienna's and then i was like look while i'm going through the bazillion photos i keep on the computer I might as well pull Sienna's out as well because I'm looking at every photo, so I might as well. And then I got to the end of the first, whatever, 1,000 photos and thought, well, there's photos in here of the two of them together and some of, you know, and I have a tendency and now I understand I've changed my behaviour. I will take five photos and keep all five and upload all five and, like, there might be two good ones and three rubbish ones. So to start with, I was pulling... I'd be like, that's a great photo of Maddie. Pull that out, put that. I've created a separate folder called Best of Maddie and I'm pulling it out and putting it in there. Then I was like, okay, I'll create a folder, Best of Sienna, find hers and put in there. And then, but I was flicking through and I thought, you know what? Once I've pulled out their good photos, the other ones 
which are less than good or are blurry or someone's got their eyes closed, instead of leaving them there, I'm like, right, I'll open the trash and I will pull them straight to trash. Because if I'm looking at Mm. every photo anyway, I might as well discard all the ones that are useless. And then then I was like, well, that's great if they have an album each, but I want an album of them. So then I'm like, hmm, right, I'll create another folder called (laughs) The Girls and then I'll put a lot of the photos of the two of them there's some will go into the best of Maddie and some will go into the best of Sienna and some will go into our photos of the girls. So now I've got like all these little folders and I'm scanning through photo by photo going, which album will this go into? Sienna, Maddie, best of either of those, our fo- our album of the girls, or I've got then like trip to Belgium, trip to France. But So now I have folders all over um, my computer and I'm like, okay, which one is this going into? Or the trash. And in a few months, I reckon I've deleted maybe 10,000 photos. Wow. Which is staggering. And also, it's it's awful, but um, Sienna walked in the other day and I was dragging a photo of her to the trash and <laughs> she's like, what are you doing? How can you delete that photo? And I said, well, the thing is, it's a photo of when you lost your fourth tooth, right? It's not a great photo. And you're just showing us a gap in your teeth. And we've got about five photos of the first tooth you lost. And then when you lost both your front teeth, the significant ones, but this is just some random tooth on the side. I don't think it makes the cut for the best of albums. And I can't see when I'm ever going to want to come in here or you're ever going to want to come in here and see that photo. So for me, that can make the trash because trust me, there are thousands of (laughs) other photos of Mm. you that are much more complimentary than that one. And she's like, oh, doesn't that break your heart, though? Like putting a moment in the trash. And I'm like, oh, uh, it does now. Yeah. Now that you've said that. And I'm like, yeah, but <laughs> um, no, I can justify it. I can, you know. Yeah. But this is the thing. Because I've kind of changed the rules about the way I'm processing the photos as I go, I've gone back and back a few times because I wasn't putting any in the trash to start with. So then I'm like back mm. to the start pull the ones out for the trash. So I think, like you said, create some some rules at the start. Mm. I think a bit of time pre-planning it would be really handy and go, okay, what what are all the things I'm hoping to achieve? Not just this one project, but a few projects. What, yeah. will, they, what will they look like? How am I sorting? Where am I sorting to? There is one agree? problem with that. I half agree, and you could tell by my face then, couldn't you, that I only mm-hmm. half agree. <laughs> Um, because I, the pre-planning is a great idea, but what I worry you are getting into is over-planning and never starting. And what you could do, if you were to try and think about all of the possible projects you'll ever do, you'll spend all your time doing that and not produce any albums. So I think that what is also important is for you to knock off a few albums regardless of what the future projects are. So like you said, you've got the Belgium trip and the French trip. Ignore, I would ignore those and just build the ones that you're planning on building in the short term because you can always go back and redo the other ones. Um, mm-hmm. And if what you're doing is like the deleting is a great idea because you've got less to plow through later. So anything you find you don't want, just get rid of. But I would sort of try and just focus on maybe two pro, two or three projects at once and not worry about the rest of them for now so if you're doing you know the 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 maddie album if you find ones of sienna that you think oh they'll be good for the sienna one because you've got the sienna one as a definite plan um then 
make a folder for that one. But all of the others, I would just leave them in their existing folder and I would just make their folders later because mm-hmm. you're going to end up with, like you said, you're going to end up with 27 folders of possible projects and that's just going to completely absorb all of your time. Because well, at the moment, the way I store my photos is by year. So I just have a folder on my computer. I have two folders on my current computer and then all the rest are on external hard drives. And I just have, and I just throw any, all my photos from my phone. When my phone gets full, I just throw all of them into that. And um, Mick will send me some of his and I'll just throw them all just loosely into it. And they've got, and that's that folder's got screenshots that I've taken from my phone. It's got random photos. It's got things I've downloaded. It's got like some be uncluttered photos. So like when you mm-hmm. send me that image, I save it to my 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 role so that I can put it on Facebook so that's sitting in there as a screenshot so everything just all goes in and then later on when I'm building that month up I cull and I move things around um, mm-hmm. but if I were to be building a best of I would still leave the basic structure of the years and I would copy yeah. into a folder co- not move copy into a folder the ones that I wanted for a specific project because mm-hmm. you are going to reuse photos and if mm-hmm. you move them you have to be. You have to find them again later. Um, so yeah. if you were to move all your photos into your Sienna folder, when you go to do your 2019 folder, you have to find all of those Sienna ones again. You know, you have to yeah. put them all into their years after that. So if you've copied copied them into the Sienna folder um, project folder, you you still have them then by date somewhere else. So you don't have to actually go and find them again. Um, that's what I would just. I would just focus on a couple of projects at once. Yeah, well, when I noticed that it was becoming a real time suck, I put a limit on um, that I would go to the end of 2015. So I'm there now. Oh, yeah. I've yeah. got, I've put in, and so I was like, I'm not doing, because I thought, well, that's Maddie zero to five or zero to four and a half. And, um, and that's fine. And that's what I'll do. So because, so I was like, I'll sort to that point so I can make her first album. I'll be able to do Sienna's because, um, she's you know in that time period as well there's Mm. some from before but they were already in their own folder so that was all right um and I was like I'll do the folders that are applicable up until 2015 so but I've had to um I was talking to a friend about it the other day she goes oh gosh isn't it time consuming and I said yes but I just put a reminder in my phone and I do half an hour let's go Mm -hmm. down make a cup of tea sit down half an hour and the timer goes off I walk away and I said it's been really easy to make time for in that respect because I said it's I'm just chipping away bit by bit mm. um, rather than I it would do my head in to sit down for an entire afternoon or a weekend to try and undertake. And I know for some people that would work better for them. Mm. Well, that's um, what I did the other weekend with that 2004 one. You know, I sat down yep. to do the to do or th- to start on one of them, and I realized two had almost been done. So I spent an hour tweaking those. I had to. Um, the the photos were in a different location, so the software couldn't find them. So I had to just relink them all. So that took half an hour to an hour to relink all the photos in both those projects, and then do the spine um, title and a couple of other things. So that was a like an hour or two on the existing ones, and then I spent four hours building the two thousand and four album um, from mm-hmm. scratch. But I already had all of the photos in the two thousand and four in a 2004 album, but they hadn't been cleaned up so much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But that still, again, it wasn't because they were in the folder, I, it was really easy to import. And then inside the software I just picked out the ones I wanted. I didn't do it from 
the first level. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so everything 2014 went into the software and then I just went through and found the ones that I liked um, from that. And once I got to, I think I got to about 50 pages and I'd only hit July or I'd hit August and I went, okay, I need to adjust things. So I pulled out everything post-July, post-June, pulled it all out and then I stretched out the rest um, to fill the 60 pages because I knew I, there's no point just having three pages for the last four months, especially when Ethan was born in that last four months. So there's, yeah. you know, a lot of baby photos. So um, I just went, nah, there's no way that's going to work. So I ended up pulling some out and adding in a few others to pad up that 60. So I ended up with a, a 60 page for the first half of 2004. And, yeah, that took me about four hours and then it took another hour and a half to two hours just for the uploading of all three of them because my internet's slow. <laughs> So yeah, this, right. the, the yeah. technicalities so of that. To, yeah, but I wasn't working it. during that. Yeah, that was just you click and then you wait. <laughs> and then yeah. an hour later you click and then you wait. So that was that one. But, yeah, it's, so it is time-consuming. And I think, you know, a lot of the time is in preparing the photos and putting mm-hmm. them, getting them all in the right folders because getting them in the right folders is the key to doing it quickly once you're in the software. If you've got if you've got them all over the place, it's going to take you so much longer within that software. You're going to be uploading um, constantly. Um, whereas if you have um, one folder, or in my case, I have twelve folders, so I have one I have one per month. So mm-hmm. I upload twelve folders into the software, and then from that I build. But if you're uploading from random places, or if you've got dozens and dozens of folders to upload, where you've only got a few photos in that folder that you're actually going to use, that'll take hours. So you have to, yeah, prep, prep the folders. Yeah, absolutely. And that's because that's where I started. I opened the software and was like, great, I'm going to make a book. And I did like this cool cover page and I'm like, okay, where am I getting my photos from? And I was like, oh. And I went searching. I was like, upload from you know, computer. And then I went searching and I was like, I'm, I'm going to be here forever. Mm. And the software is open in the background. So I was like, okay, pop that away. Um, that's a perfect, uh, link though. Can you tell us what software you use or what you know is available in Australia? Um, I'm not really good at that because I've been pretty loyal to the one place. So I use the photo book club. Um, Mm -hmm. it's just the photobookclub.com.au. So that's the one I use, but, I know, I think Flickr do albums, um, and I can't think of any others, which is terrible because I've only know, ever used the one. I know Snapfish. Oh, yeah, Snapfish, uh, yep. Um, Mum's used them before and she liked them, yeah. Uh, the one I was thinking of using here in the States is Shutterfly, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not, I don't know where else they are in the world, but I'll – um, by the time this episode comes out, I'll put a little bit of a list in our show notes of some of the different photo book companies that are around. Yeah. And there will be more on this because I know that people will have more questions of their own as well. And we'd love you to come and join us in the community to talk about that. But we're going to have someone on to, to go a bit a bit deeper into this, aren't they? Aren't we, Bet? Yeah. More about organising. Yeah, I think I would like to get Chantelle on, and I talked about this when I had her on before, to talk about organising digital photos because she will know things like like using tags and all those kinds of things to organise. See, all I do is organise them by year. I don't have – and if someone says to me, but what do I do if I've got – if I want to do an album in twenty nine for 2019 and I want 
something in the 2019 album to go into my birthday parties album. I'm like, I don't know, <laughs> copy and paste into another folder. There's my solution. So I know that there's better solutions for that and I know there are. And I think that a lot of it comes down to tagging photos um, because you can have a photo and um, depending, you can use either use organising software or you can just use um, your normal file management software to add tags to photos. So you would have um, a photo of, let's say, a photo of Sienna wearing a hat at her eighth birthday party, right? So you can then tag that with Sienna hat, Sienna birthday parties and 2018 or 20, mm-hmm. whatever year I said it was. Um, and so then when you are looking for photos of Sienna in hats, you could just search Sienna hats. If you're looking for photos from 2018, you search 2018. So it will pop up in all of those search results. Yeah. So I think that there's a more a more sophisticated way of organising photos that I don't use. I'm, I'm very mm. basic in mine and – and so I sort of just stick with the years, basically. Um, and when I have to find a photo and I don't know what year it was taken, it takes me a long time to find it. So my system's not overly efficient in that sense. But because I do my albums by year, that's what works for me. But, yeah, if someone says, you know, so one of the kids say, where's the photo of Pickles wearing the flash outfit? And I'll be like, I have no idea. No idea mm-hmm. where it is. I couldn't tell you. Oh, we would have to just sit and look through the albums to find it. And that happens occasionally where we're trying to think of a photo or mum says, can you send me a copy of that photo? And I find it easier to go to the photo books and then send her a photo of that photo than to find it on my digital system because I can flick through the books to find them. So my system is not very effective when it comes to searching for anything that is apart from by date. I'm pretty pretty bad mm-hmm. at that. Um, so yeah, I, I'd like to have Chantelle on to talk a little bit more um, about about that. Yeah, that would be awesome. But I'm sure there are people out there that have got a bunch of photo book questions as well, or questions about organising. So maybe they can come and pop them in our Facebook community, and and they can be yeah. things we can pop aside for when yeah. we have Chantelle on, and we can ask ask the expert. Yeah, exactly. And what I might do as well is uh, I will go into the community group and uh, post like a, a little video or a photo of a flick through of my album so that people can sort of see. Uh, and then you can see, Tara, how many photos I fit in and stuff like that and the Perfect. effects that I use. The the less effects you use, the faster you do the album. <laughs> I have found that mm-hmm. to be and the more consistent. Like if you just do, like I just do a shadow effect for every single photo. So I just do a control A, <laughs> select all, and then apply that filter and then and it just does it to all of them. They're not, unfortunately, only per page. Um, so I still have to do that mm-hmm. 60 times. But um, it does, it speeds things up if you if you just do, keep it simple and basic and you have just the basic effects, if any. I mean, you don't even need to have those effects. I just find it makes it look a bit nicer. Brilliant. Oh, well, thank you. No worries. So jump on to our Facebook community group and we can chat more about photo books and we will see you here again next week. Thanks for joining us. We'd love it if you'd leave a review or tell all your friends about us so they too can be uncluttered. If you'd like to connect with us, you can find us at beuncluttered.com.au or on social media or on our own websites at clearspace.net.au and basklifecoaching.com.